welcome to another episode of the Haskin Cast Podcast. I am your host, Scott Haskin, and I am here to say happy release day to Straubs. Today is the release day through Cherry Red Records of their new album, The Magic of It All. That's why I'm doing this special bonus episode on an off day of the podcast. Normally, I release the regular show on Wednesday, but whenever I'm doing reviews, I try to release them on the release day of the album. So if you're just joining us for the first time on the podcast, welcome. And if you've been here before, you uh, you know, and welcome. So um, I'm not familiar with this band, so this is going to be another first time here review. Um, even if I were to be familiar with the band, I wouldn't listen to the album ahead of time. I would always give a first reaction. But it's even more exciting when it's really the first time that I've become familiar with the band. I have no preconceived notions. I don't know if they're country or rock or, you know, hip hop or whatever. I have no idea. So uh, I'm just as interested as you may be to see what this album is all about. And I'll just do a quick introduction of the band. Uh, It looks like, and again, you know, I'm not familiar with them. So uh, it looks like the basic structure of the band is David Cousins on vocals, acoustic guitar, and electric dulcimer. We have Blue Weaver, who was also the producer on piano, organ, Mellotron, and accordion. I do love me a good Mellotron. I'll say that. And we have John Ford on vocals. We have some additional musicians. And uh, as always, I'm just going to say ahead of time, I really hope I'm not butchering any names. I have a feeling there's a good chance that I may do that today. No offense intended. Um, I just may not know how to properly pronounce your name. Uh, The first one that I have is uh, Maritz Lotz on electric and acoustic guitars. Then we have Schalk Jobbert on electric and double bass. We have Kevin Gibson on drums and percussion. I was hoping there was drums in there somewhere. We have Byron Abrams on saxophones. It specifically put saxophones, multiple saxophones. So that's kind of cool. And then we have Jono Sweetman on drums. And he is accredited to Slackjaw, Alice, and Wiser Now. It doesn't say what tracks uh, each of the drummers played on or guitar. So um, we, it's... uh, Not anything I'm going to be able to comment on as we go forward through the uh, music, but, you know, I mostly go by, do I like the song? Do I like what I'm hearing anyway? Uh, Then some additional musicians. We have uh, Marzia Berry on vocals. We have, boy, this, I really hope I get this one right. Simangal Mashazi on vocals, Luna Page on vocals, Catherine Craig on vocals, and Nicola T on vocals as well. And this album was recorded at the Academy of Sound Engineering, which is a sort of college for training uh, young audio engineers, obviously with the supervision of experienced engineers. And this is located in Cape Town. This was done back in September of 2022. So we're talking about 10 months ago um, from the time that it was recorded to the time it's being released. And you know what? They're doing a vinyl edition of this, so it's not too surprising uh, because we know that vinyl uh, production is very backlogged. And um, it looks like they're starting to catch up because we've gone from 12 months to 10 months. So we're <laughs> we're slowly getting there. Uh, it's really surprising to me, though. You know, the cost of shipping vinyl is, is uh, really astronomical to get it out to all the record stores. And, um, you know, if you're ordering like your individual order isn't going to be that bad. But if you're I mean, unless you're doing it internationally, I mean, I've I've seen albums coming from like England or Germany to the US that are $20, $25 to ship. I don't know why that could be people that um, are just trying to protect themselves from, you know, making sure that they charge enough and not having to pay in if they're selling it privately. 
but uh, in any case, yeah, it's, um, you know, shipping like crates of vinyl records because they're so heavy in crates. Um, I can't imagine what the overall cost of that part of the production process is, let alone just getting it produced in the first place because of, of the backlog and everything. So I say that we just start digging right into the music and we find out what Straubs are, are about. Here is the uh, opening track. It's called Ready, We Are Ready. This is really interesting. Um, it has like a late 60s, mid to late 60s feel to it with, uh, you know, modern, clean sounding production. So basically, like if um, if you just transported a band from that period to now and recorded them, uh, how clean you could get the sound. But it retains that feel like the writing, the performance. Um, I really like the drum sound on this. I like that gentleness to it really brings me right back to that era. Um, I like the vocals too. Uh, they have a, a a really interesting, almost like, you know, the uniqueness of an Alice Cooper or an Arthur Brown. There's just something that's very unique to this voice that, it, you know, I could say, well, he kind of sounds a little bit like Peter Gabriel, but he really has his own distinct sound. And I like that. Um, it's a cool song. What I find especially interesting about it, and of course, you know, going into this with no preconceived notions, I had no idea what to expect musically. This could have been hard rock. It could have been hip hop for all I know. Um, but uh, is the fact that the song is in seven. And, uh, you know, for anyone who's a non-musical person, most, um, you know, mainstream songs are in a count of four and the beat or the pattern repeats or, or eight and it repeats. Uh, this one's in seven. So if you were to count, you know, uh, the snares, one, two, or the the beat, sorry, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you'll end up back on that that main uh, repeat again. And so it's an interesting way to start out an album. Now, I don't know if maybe they're typically a band who does things in uh, odd time signatures. That would be kind of cool. That'd be interesting. But it has a really good feel to it. Um, there's really some nice blends of instruments throughout here. And just a really nice, smooth vocal. I love the backing vocals. They really enhance the song quite a bit. Um, in, in my mind, I can almost hear it how it would have been if it had been recorded in, you know, the mid to late 60s with, uh, you know, just that that sound that they had back then in, in the way that they recorded. Um, very cool. Yeah, I like the song. So uh, we are off to a good start. Let's hit song number two, which is the title track, The Magic of It All.
the mountain We hold the view below Pirates in a pantomime Marching to and fro Saluting for a photograph Where life's long shadows fall This has been You know, you just don't hear songs like this very often anymore. I mean, this definitely has that, uh, again, capturing that that feel of, of the era. And these guys have been around since the 70s. I did uh, a little bit of looking while I was listening to this one. Um, they've got quite a number of studio albums out and uh, even uh, a few live albums, I think 11 so far, which is cool. Um, but there's one thing almost right off the bat that I noticed is you know, the drummer playing the ride cymbal with with doing like little fill-ins and things, um, you really don't hear that a lot anymore. Drummers really got away from that. Um, there's also some nice ticks of the hi-hat while the drummer's playing the ride. So I don't know if he's doing that with the foot pedal or maybe he has it closed and he's playing it with his snare hand. Um, I used to do uh, both from time to time, just depended on the song. But um, yeah, I love the gentle vocal of it. I love the guitars. I mean, they just they're they're just like a, a a field of blades of grass where they're just like bright and uh, inviting and warm, you know, hit by the sun. And you just kind of want to explore the whole field and, and just enjoy being in that environment. Um, I love the gentleness of the backups, too. I think they really fit. Um, every every transition is kind of like a, a stop and it lets the song hang a little bit in the air and then starts up again which is really like, it's a nice, patient, breathable song. Uh, great title track. Um, I was wondering, because they started out so gently, how the the next song was going to be, if it was going to be a little bit heavier or harsher. Um, but so far, we've had two pretty gentle songs out of the two we've heard. So let's get into song number three. And uh, oh, you know, and, and that song in, in a way, I think maybe just the gentleness of it and the the use of the toms at the beginning of the song kind of reminded me a little bit of Waterfall by Jimi Hendrix from the Are You Experienced album. Um, absolutely beautiful musical journey, a very gentle, you know, uh, song. And vocals, too, uh, from Jimi were, were very gentle. So it kind of reminds me of this one. Our next song is called All Along the Bay. Not, not All Along the Watchtower, but All Along the Bay. Another Hendrix reference. A time so good, music as it should have should. Goon, mock, mango groove, anything that makes you move. Anytime, day or night, someone's in the spotlight all along the bay. Man, can't you just feel the sand between your toes? That was a beautiful song. I really love, uh, you know, the Spanish feel. There's that percussion in there, the shaker in the background. But what makes this song for me, honestly, well, for one, you can tell like he's relating a fun story and that makes it fun. But also that the organ, 
I love the organ feel in this song. It's fantastic. Really adds uh, another dimension to the music. Um, something that you you don't, as far as I know. I mean, I don't listen to a lot of Spanish music, but as far as I know, you don't get a lot of that kind of organ in there. So that was a really nice mix. Um, this would also be a good time to talk about the cover. I usually do that at the beginning, but I forgot. But it worked out really well because here's why I'm uh, happy I'm doing it now. The cover is actually a uh, sunset shot of somebody driving a motorcycle on the beach at the edge of the water. It looks like they might be slightly in the water there. Uh, really beautiful sunset. That's some of my favorite pictures are uh, beach sunsets. Uh, whenever I go out to um, Newport Beach in California, uh, always try and get a capture of the sunset. And um, yeah, really nice, beautiful uh, Straub's logo at the top uh, with a, a cloud behind it. And then at the bottom, it says the magic of it all in a very nice, crisp, clean font. Uh, very, very well done. So um, yeah, this was a fun uh, and exciting song. I, uh, you know, I based on the first two songs, I wouldn't have expected this would be on here. But uh, I, I like that there's some variety that we're not just going to get the same kind of you know, gentle, psychedelic feel uh, on on the songs that are just going to be like a, a cloud picked you up and, and carrying you away. We're going to get a little bit of variety, a little bit of action. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm definitely a fan of all three songs so far. That brings us to track number four. Everybody means something to someone. That's hopefully true. piece of driftwood on a beach Stood it in a place where I could reach and touch it Forever and a day This song is just like a, a musical hug. You know, if you're feeling like nobody cares about you, that you don't matter, that you're not important, put this song on and you're going to feel like people care. And I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's somebody at least out there, if not a bunch of people that care about you and your well-being. And um, yeah, we're just kind of in a weird time with support. But uh, interestingly, this is a, a real uh, narrative. You can uh, there's a, a spoken word and then an acapella part in here, which is just gorgeous, so beautifully done. Um, I really like this song. I think uh, we're we're shaping up for this to be a, an absolutely fantastic album. I mean, we're four for four so far. So let's dig into song number five. This one is called Our World. See how thoughtfully he watches birds and wild beasts are his friends. Soothes them with his gentle manner. All day long his child he tends. From 
From the dark a light emerges Bright as day across the hill See the young man standing silent Soon his child grows quiet and still This is very much a song that I imagine people sitting around a campfire and and just kind of singing together. Somebody busts out the acoustic guitar and starts playing and they all join in on the chorus. Um, Really lovely, very powerful. One thing I've noticed about, I think, except for the uh, Spanish style song, every song in this album has had multiple points where things just kind of fade out and then the song starts back in again. Like they didn't want to keep it going. They wanted to give a dramatic pause before moving on to the next part. Imagine like, you know, lyrics with three dots at the end of every line and just letting that note carry or that that chord or whatever you're hearing, uh, even if it's vocals, just kind of like letting them decay and then having a breath and then starting uh, the next part, which is kind of cool. But, you know, on, on every song, I'm not sure how much that works for me, but on the individual songs, um, it works every time. So um, that's kind of interesting for for an album. Um, our next song, but this is one I would highly recommend very much a song of, of unity and thinking about like the sixties and all the, the, you know, marches and protests and all that kind of stuff. It was all about, you know, the, the basic concept was about, you know, fighting power, but uniting people and, and giving people the power. And this has that same sort of feel to it. Like, let's all get together and, uh, we're all one world kind of thing. Um, I don't know if that's the exact message of the song, but that's how it makes me feel anyway. So uh, song number six, which is next on our list, is called The Time Has Come for Giving Back. Sensing kind of a theme on this album. love that guitar intro. I love that kind of picking with the delay on it like that. Um, just enough reverb to make it feel like it's alive, but not uh, drowning in it, which is always nice. Um, yeah, really well done. I like this song. Um, you know, it's funny. I was talking earlier in the podcast about uh, like, um, you know, peace marches and, uh, you know, fighting for rights and stuff like that. This is that song. <laughs> exactly that. It's talking about, you know, you took this away from us, give it back. Um very much what I would think of when I think about uh, the 60s, you know, the the protests, the standing up against the government, all that sort of thing. Um, don't know what the rest of the world was like, really, to be honest, um, other than music. You know, I hear 
quite a bit about like what was going on during the Beatles era or Elvis or things like that. But uh, politically, I really don't know what was happening around the world. But I do know that here, at least in America, there was a lot of protests and um, just kind of fighting back. You know, uh, a lot of people said it was, you know, hippie power and things like that. Honestly, it's just people trying to have what's owed to them or what they deserve and are willing to fight for, which how can you not respect that unless you're the one that's trying to hoard the power? So there's that. But uh, yeah, really cool song. Uh, I, I like it. I love that intro. That 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 will always make me happy forever. <laughs> so we'll move on to uh, our next track. Track number seven is called Slack Jaw Alice. <laughs> probably a good position for this song on the album, a good time to pick things up a little bit and uh, put a little bit more energy back into it. Like again, that um, nice percussion feel that we get that just keeps the song moving uh, with a nice saxophone too. Um, it's a fun story, you know, the story of, of uh, Slack John Alice, but uh, mostly I'm just, I'm just digging the music. The vibe is just so much fun. It feels like we're back on the beach in that party environment. And um just maybe a little time has passed while we went to the concessions and checked out some other music, but now we're back. A uh, really good feel to it. Lots of fun, this song. Um, I like that that even their, um, you know, their more upbeat songs still have a certain feel to them that, that has like a mellow overtone to it, a, a gentleness, but yet it's a little bit, um, a little more active, but, but still retains that quality. I like that. Um, so yeah, seven out of seven, we are, uh, we are flying. We have four songs to go. Let's get to it. Our next one is called Paris Nights. accordion playing there by Blue Weaver. But this song, uh, nice lyrics in English and some in French, 
really gives you that feeling of uh, just classic French music. When I think about the older uh, stuff, you know, not uh, like what French pop and stuff is now, but like the older, you know, really uh, more traditional or theater music almost, uh, this is really what uh, what comes to mind. Um, really deep and, and uh, dark and emotional, but a very well-constructed and performed piece. Uh, I love the accordion. It gives the album a little bit of something different to hear. You know, instead of it just being all acoustic guitar and some saxophone here and there, it gives us a completely different flavor, much like uh, adding the shaker and some percussion on some of the other tracks did. So, um, yeah, this is a, a really nice track, albeit a sad one. But you know what? What's an album without one sad track at least? It's, um, well, it's an album without a sad track, but there aren't many of those. Now, let's get to song number. Oh, you know what, too? I, I, I'm a little shocked at myself because... I looked on my list. I was talking about Jimi Hendrix earlier and I was in my head going, when did I review Are You Experienced? Which to me is like a staple album in my collection. I've been listening to it for many, many years. I got it for 10 cents. No, I'm sorry, 25 cents at the Salvation Army that was on uh, Gratiot across from Regional Shopping Center, like somewhere near Regional Shopping Center. I don't think it was directly across might have been up the street a little bit, uh, where Chatham's used to be, for those of my friends who uh, are from the same town I am in Michigan. Um, 25 cents, I got Jimi Hendrix, Are You Experienced on vinyl? And um, so I was curious, I was like, how long ago did I review that on this show? I never did. And to make matters worse, it wasn't even on my list. How I passed that up, I'm, I'm, ugh. I'm beside myself. I can't believe I haven't done it. So uh, the show will be going on a potential brief hiatus while I move it over to a different distributor from where I'm at now. That will happen in August, depending on how long that takes, because uh, I don't want to be uploading uh, in like a new episode in the middle of converting the old ones. So depending on how long that takes, the show might be on a short hiatus. I have to relink, you know, 340 episodes. Um not sure exactly what the process is going to be. And it really all depends on how it goes with Uriah Heap, the Magician's Podcast, because I'm moving that in July. I'll have a much better idea while I'm working on that one, because I'll just be doing the same thing with this show. So um, I will get to that um, by uh, before too much longer, um, because oh, holy crap, that's one of my favorite albums. It's definitely a summer album for me. So I want to um, you know get that out there before we uh, get too far into fall. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm so shocked at myself because I thought I had done it already. And then in my head, I'm like, but when what did I say? When did I review it? I don't remember actually doing it. And it it is not on my list on either the future episodes list or the uh, published episodes list. And so I'm just I don't know. I, I'm in shock because I really thought I had done it. Um, so coming soon. So uh, another uh, lovely thing has come out of reviewing this album by Straub's is that I will be reviewing Are You Experienced by Jimi Hendrix before too much longer. So uh, yay for that. Back to the album. We're talking about the track Wiser Now. Some folks say I left it late 
Blame it on a twist of fate Fortune favors those who wait I'm wiser now Many moons around the clock Bebopalooba and Jailhouse Rock Looking back, taking stock I'm wiser now This might be one of the most reflective and emotional songs on the album, not just from a vocal standpoint, but musically. There's a lot of great guitar work later on in the song, and it's exactly the kind of guitar that I'm attracted to. It's real feeling in the playing. It's not about playing a lot of notes or playing really cool licks or you know anything like that. It's about just feeling exactly the kind of stuff I'm drawn to. And this might be my favorite song on the album. You know, we've uh, we've done nine songs already. I've liked all nine of them, but this one, this one really grips me in a way that the others haven't. So I'm, I wonder if this might be one that um, gets a single release, if bands are still doing single releases. But uh, yeah, Wiser Now, very, very beautiful track. Well done, guys. We're going to move on to song number 10, The Lady of the Night. <laughs> yeah, I live in Vegas. Don't know what that is. My dear friend, we have crossed paths, but never ever met. It has taken such a long time, as I write with deep regret. Until today, I chanced upon the means to join a circus on a whim, and woke to find me deeply mired in debt. There are clowns, there are jugglers, there are peg-legged one-eyed smugglers, and the spirit of adventure. You know, I hear a lot of talk about what a great storyteller Bob Dylan has been over the years, and I kind of feel the same way about Straubs. I think they're great storytellers, really paint a very vivid uh, image in your mind. And uh, and just kind of relate it in a in a fun. I want to know what happens next kind of way. So that kind of engagement is really good for the listener. I'm not sure exactly what you would call this style of song. Would it be folk, maybe? Um, but either way, I, I hear this kind of music in films from time to time. Um, definitely feels like a good road trip song. I know I say that a lot on the show, but you know, most of the music I listen to, I listen to in the car if I'm not doing a podcast. So. Um, yeah, it, it's a cool song, though. I dig it. Um, it. It's probably a great place to have a song at this tempo as we get ready to wrap up the album with whatever the, the final song feel is going to be. But it's nice to have like one more uplift before we hit that end. So a uh, great placement, but a really cool song. It, it's a lot of fun. It's got a great feel to it. And um, yeah, Lady of the Night, thumbs up. Absolutely. Our final song is called Christmas Ghosts. Christmas 
expectations Christmas at last Bleak house is open A ghost from the past The old Christmas carols Hard times can't wait God bless us everyone Let's celebrate Dear old Santa Claus posted a sign It definitely has a great Christmas feel to it. Uh, With the first couple notes, I thought it was going to be the opening of We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Uh, It wasn't. But uh, yeah, very nice with the, um, I'm going to assume that that's on a keyboard, the tubular bells, because they didn't have that uh, typical giant sound in the lower notes that uh, tubular bells do. But they sounded very nice. I I, I think if they had used real tubular bells, that would have overplayed the song a little bit. They would have had to do a lot of work in mixing to get that to blend in nicely. But yeah, it, it's um, it's interesting because we're here in the middle of July. It's July 14th on the release date, and we've got a Christmas song coming out. I have to wonder, it, as great of an ending for this album as it is, uh, there's a part where it just kind of repeats a little bit and really has a great ending for the album. But at the same time, I kind of wonder if maybe a different arrangement of the track list would have yielded uh, something similar. I'm not sure which song I would have put at the end. Um, but only because like this could have been saved for release, uh, on Thanksgiving day as a Christmas track single, you know, um, but I like the song. I I'm glad I heard it. Um, definitely have a, a really warm, fuzzy holiday vibe, even though it's like stupid hot out right now. And I, you know, I'm was raised in Michigan. So I even, even having lived in the desert for the last, what, um, well, two decades, um, I, I still think that like Christmas time should be cold and, uh, you know, should be windy or you should have to wear a hat and scarf kind of weather. But this was a great song. This is in six, eight, and there's an interesting accent on the five, which uh, took me by surprise. I, I rather like that. Um, I thought that was a nice uh, accent or a nice place to put an accent. It's not something I typically hear. So that was a little bit of fun, but it's got a great um, vocal to it, especially the chorus. I love the repeating part towards the end. Um, really makes me feel like everybody's in the family room singing Christmas carols together. Uh, you know, there's like a fireplace and uh, Christmas lights and all that all around. Really cool stuff. But we're 11 for 11. I enjoyed every track on this album. And for my first time experiencing this band, at least as far as I know, there's a chance I'd heard them at some point. I mean, they've been around since the 70s. I may have heard them on the radio or, or somewhere, but not. Uh, I don't have any connection to the name. So uh, I can't say that I know for sure of something that I've heard, but uh, really enjoyable. Yeah, I hope that you guys like the sound clips. You know, I play about the first minute of each song and uh, it gives you enough of a taster to understand where the song's going. I mean, there's always parts that uh, come up that you don't get to hear in the first minute. And that's great because otherwise you'd hear the, the entire structure of a song in a minute and then you wouldn't want the album. But if you enjoyed what you heard today, please go check out the album. You can get it in CD or vinyl. And uh, the links are in the show notes as always. Thank you once again to Cherry Red Records for connecting me with this opportunity to review this album. Really grateful that I did. Um, Very beautiful music, really relaxing. Uh, Love the fact that they can deliver um, such a gentle sound and such a strong message in some of these songs at the same time. Um, That's that's really an art form. And uh, the storytelling is fantastic. The musicianship is great. 
Uh, there's some nice surprises with the accordion and, um, you know, I, just some great stuff, lots of vocals and, uh, you know, you got a whole backing vocal section, which is really uh, pleasant saxophone. I mean, what more could you ask for on this album? Great stuff. So thank you guys. I appreciate you joining me for another episode of the Haskin cast podcast. We will be back for another show very soon. Cheers. Cheers.